Hi there. You're listening to the Shift to Your Bliss podcast series. If you're in your 30s and beyond with some life experience and you're looking, indeed searching, for more in your life, your work, and your career, then you're in the right place. In this podcast series, we'll show you how to shift to your bliss. My name is Dr. Sheila Jagger. I'm a world traveler from Machu Picchu to the pyramids of Egypt. I've studied alongside Thomas Leonard, Bob Proctor, Dean Graziosi, and Deepak Chopra. And after five decades, I've created my very own formula to help you shift to your bliss. Welcome to the podcast series, Shift to Your Bliss. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to episode two of Shift to Your Bliss. Last time, I talked to you about my story of not being smart enough, not being academically able to do the work that probably I should have been doing in public school and in high school. And then uh, actually, after 30 years, ended up with a PhD. And um, I'm thinking that somebody that's not smart, not scholastically capable, isn't going to end up with a PhD. So that leads us into this particular podcast. And that's about your story and your brain. I certainly hope you were able to take a look at the homework that I left you um, with the last session. And what I really would like you to do is take now a look at the story and recognize the role your brain is playing in this. You know, your brain is, it's responsible for so many things. And we don't really realize all the things it's responsible for. But I will tell you the one thing related to shift to your bliss that it's responsible for, and that's memory. It remembers everything. And by the way, it can play it back for you at any point in time that it feels like it. And when it plays it back, sometimes it can be difficult. Sometimes it can be debilitating. And sometimes the memory you have can be wonderful. It can be delightful in terms of the things that you remember about an incident, an experience, an opportunity. You know, I'm reminded of when I was able to be in Egypt with Wayne Dyer and Deepak Chopra, and we spent 10 glorious days in Egypt um, touring everywhere. And the beauty of it was there were, Deepak was doing a PBS special. So he was always doing these lectures for us. And it was just, it was really, truly delightful. And then, of course, there was the day that I decided that I was going to take Wayne on and uh, we were going to race to the top of the Great Pyramid. Now, if any of you knew Wayne Dyer, um, he was much taller than me and uh, he was a runner. I was not. But I beat him to the top only because um, I made sure he couldn't pass me on the steps. But when we got to the top, we were both out of breath because there was so much dust that we had uh, stirred up that both of us were sitting there. We were hardly able to speak to each other because we couldn't get our breaths. What a fun memory for me. So you see, my brain brought that back in the moment. That's what your brain can do. My brain can also bring back those things that have caused me to have difficulty going through the years. So... When you listen to your brain, it really is the, the amygdala in your brain that is giving you all those messages. And what it's intended to do is protect you. It's to protect you so that you don't end up getting into trouble. You don't get hurt. You don't a- end up in a, uh, a situation 
um, that could cause you harm. It's, it's fight or flight, essentially. Well, I have a couple stories around my brain, but the one that really sticks with me is a, a client that I had. And he was having trouble with his dad. He was, um, I'm going to say he was mid-30s, maybe late 30s, uh, an accountant. And he came to me because he had been referred by someone who had, had been one of my prior clients. And he said that what he really wanted to do was he wanted to be able to speak to his dad because he knew his dad was disappointed in the career choice that he had made as an accountant. He didn't know what his dad really wanted him to do, but he knew it wasn't being an accountant. So we started to work together. He had a very soft voice. And actually, um, you could imagine that he wouldn't be heard. And so I said to him, well, let's get you a voice coach. And so that was the plan. Let's get a voice coach. He got a voice coach. And lo and behold, he had a beautiful baritone voice. I say that because he started singing and now he sings for a living. And the story about his dad, when he went to his dad and actually had the conversation and said, I know that you're disappointed in the career that I chose. He said, so what are you talking about? Why would you ever think that? His dad had never said that. It was him believing a message that was in his brain and it had carried on for over 30 years. By the way, just to let you know, um, he is singing and he is actually singing to his heart's content. So you see, sometimes when we address the story, things come out that you never experienced. You never expected. I have to tell you, I never expected him to have a voice like that. Once he got his voice, it was beautiful to talk to him. Just beautiful. So one of the things you need to remember is that your story has consequences to it. Your story can take you in entirely different paths because you're listening to the story and you're not validating, is that the real story? Is that really truly what's going on? I think that your brain keeps it all in files in, in your head. And every now and then the file drawer opens and one of those stories pops out. I'd say to you that the brain file drawer that you have has a lot of stories, good and bad, ones that you want to remember, ones that you don't. And we need to pay attention to what is the story that is creating a pattern that is stopping you from getting to where you want to get. You know, honestly, when you think about your brain and you think about what your brain is offering, it's only there to protect you. What you need to decide is, what do I need protection from? And what is the story that I really want to have in my life? You know, another quick story about my issues with not being smart enough with my issues around school. Shortly after I graduated with my doctorate, I was giving a speech at the Chamber of Commerce in Hamilton, where I lived. And my brother uh, came to this speech. He hadn't really heard me make a speech. Uh, and so I had made a speech uh, at graduation and um, it kind of uh, concerned him because I was talking about him a lot in the speech. But at this speech, I was uh, really talking about being happy and moving forward. And it was all about how we get into a state of happiness or unhappiness. Well, I was about to give the speech and lo and behold, who walks through the door but the principal from my high school. 
Now, I should tell you, I'd spent more time in the principal's office than I think she did. And so it was rather startling to see her. And I said to my brother, you're not going to believe who just walked in. And he said, who? And I told him and he turned around, of course, and looked at her and said, are you okay?" And I said, I think so. I'm nervous, but I'm okay." Gave my speech, turned out really well. And my brother really enjoyed it. And we were talking after the speech and uh, he was telling me how much he enjoyed listening to me. And then all of a sudden he said, but I got to go now. And he left as the principal was walking up to me. And as soon as she got up to me, I said, well, how are you? And she said, I'm fine. I said, you must be surprised that I actually graduated with a doctorate. And she said, well, I I knew it would kind of go either of two ways, Sheila. I thought either you're going to end up in jail or you're going to make a success of yourself. I'm so glad it was the latter. So you see how that played into my story again. Even she didn't think that I was going to be successful, although I will say that I do know, um, you know, there's some thieves and, and, you know, robbers and all those kinds of things that are in jail that are very clever. But she thought that that's what my, my life was going to be. So the story that I was telling myself kept getting manifested by those people that were around me. I want you to think about how your story has served you. How will you use it in your life? And how do you want to change it? Because in our next episode, what we're going to talk about is healing and moving forward. So homework challenge. What is the pattern that you're following? What are you holding back? And the story that you have. What is that story doing for you or to you? Until next time, this is Dr. Sheila saying thanks for joining me. And remember, we're all a work in progress and we're only beginning the journey. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening today to the Shift to Your Bliss podcast series. If I said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at shifttoyourbliss.com and book a call with me or find the gifts that are free for you to download. Remember, life is a journey, and we're all a work in progress. I'm Dr. Sheila, and until next time, shifters, get out there and start your journey to bliss.